Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And you're here. Thanks for choosing the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Your quest for podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained ends here. We invite you to enjoy all our shows we have on this network. And right now, let's start with Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Joshua P. Warren, and each week on this show, I'll be bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this special edition of the show. I have a new haunted doll, (laughs) and his name is Kennedy. I have been wanting to tell you about this for a long time. I've been saving it up. And that's why I think, in part, this is a special show. Kennedy was given to me by a great friend, and soon that friend is going to come on this podcast as a surprise guest and tell you the story behind this most intriguing doll. But first, I am recording this in October, and it is now a tradition for me every October to tell you this tale, 
to set the tone, to create the mood, to tell you the story of Stingy Jack. Several centuries ago, amongst the green countryside and superstitious towns and villages in Ireland, there lived a drunkard known as Stingy Jack. Jack was known throughout the land as a deceiver, a manipulator, and a dredge on his community. On a fateful Halloween night, typical of Jack, he was drunk and wandering through the countryside in the moonlight when he stumbled upon a shadowy body lying in his path. And to his surprise, the body, with an eerie grimace on his pale face, rose suddenly, and the figure said to Stingy Jack, I am the devil, and I have finally come for you. You knew this day would come. What do you want with me? exclaimed Jack. I'm here to take your soul down to hell, said the horrible grinning figure. Well, Jack seemed to accept his fate, but he said to the devil, Then please, please at least give me one last drink of ale before I go. Well, the devil, always up for a good time, said, Well, yes, fine then. Let's go to the pub for your last ale. Well, the two had a good old time, drinking up a storm for hours. Finally, the tab came due, but... Jack did not have a penny to his name, so he said to the devil, Well, you're a great and powerful magician. Let's see if you can turn yourself into a silver coin we can give this barkeep. Well, the devil was happy to show off and oblige, and he transformed himself into a silver coin. Jack quickly stuffed the coin into his pocket where Jack always kept a crucifix. And this trapped old Satan. You see, his power was gone next to a crucifix. And the devil begged Jack to let him go free. But Jack said, I know my inevitable fate, but I'll only release you if you grant me 10 more years, just 10 more years on this earth the devil had no choice but to agree. Well, you'd think old Stingy Jack would have changed his ways, but he did not. Some say he got even worse. But time flies by. And Halloween night, ten years later, old Jack was wandering the moonlit countryside when once again his old friend, the devil, appeared next to a dark tree. It's been ten years, growled the devil. Now it's time to go, Jack. And Jack bowed his head and said, All right, all right, I know it's time. But at least give me one last morsel of food from this good green earth before I have to go. And the devil was actually kind of fond of Jack, and he said, Oh, fine. I'll give you one last morsel of food since you won't be getting it anymore forever. They were next to an apple tree and Jack said, I can't reach them apples up there, but you're a great and powerful spirit. Can you please run up that tree and take me down an apple to feed this hungry belly? 
and once again, the devil agreed to this request. But as the devil climbed up the gnarled branches of the tree, clever old stingy Jack reached in his pockets and quickly surrounded the base of the tree with a ring of crucifixes. Satan was mad as hell that he had been entrapped again and demanded his release. And as before, Jack made a demand that his soul never be taken by Satan into Hades. Satan had no choice but to agree, and so the devil was set free. Well, the years passed by. Time always wins. Eventually, the hard drinking took its toll on Jack, and he died in pain. Jack found himself at the gate of St. Peter in heaven, but he was stopped. St. Peter said, Jack, because of your drinking and sinful life of deceit, you shall never be allowed in heaven. So Jack was immediately spirited down to hell. But there he saw his old drinking buddy, the devil, once again, and Satan said, I have to fulfill my promise, Jack. You shall never be admitted here. And so Jack was not admitted to heaven or hell. And the devil, with his eerie, vindictive grin, tossed a fiery ember into an old, hollowed-out turnip and gave it to Jack. And the devil said, You shall miserably wander the earth forever, never at rest, always weary, with this lantern as a warning to all those fools who think they can somehow outsmart God and the devil. And to this day, on some dark, clear nights, especially around Halloween, you'll catch a glimpse of old stingy Jack with his lantern drifting about the hills and glens. All he wants now is a rest that shall never come. He is doomed to this fate for all time. Those who see this apparition shudder and rush their children inside. He's old Stingy Jack with his lantern, or as we call him, Jack of the Lantern, or Jack-O-Lantern. And that, my friends, is the story of the Jack-O-Lantern. Ah, uh, yes. I I don't know why exactly I, I love that tale so much, I guess, because that, for me, it seems to capture that spirit of the origin of Halloween back in the old world. <sighs> but now that that piece of nostalgia is out of the way, we will begin prepping for the main event of this show. That is because I am very particular these days about accepting physical packages from anybody. But I have known this guy for a long time. He's been a really good friend, and he has been telling me for a long time he was going to send me this package. And just recently, I mean, weeks ago, uh, this large box arrived at my house, 
And when I opened it, there was one of the most impressive ventriloquist dolls that I have ever seen. And you may or may not know this, but uh, technically, I guess professionally, they're called ventriloquial figures. And this was an extremely well-made doll figure. I don't think it's good to call him a dummy. And, uh, I mean, the craftsmanship was amazing. I think that a professional made this particular doll painstakingly, almost like Geppetto making Pinocchio. And the origin of this doll is um, it's still sort of up in the air. His name is Kennedy. Now, why is that? Well, we're, I'm going to ask that question in a moment, because when we come back from the break, my special guest, the man who sent this doll to me, is going to tell us all in his own words about how he obtained this and why that this doll is haunted. And then I'm going to tell you what I have been doing to study this doll since the doll has been in my possession. And as if that weren't enough, after we talk about all that, then I just last night went on a paranormal investigation at one of the most haunted properties in all of Las Vegas. I'm going to tell you the story about that place as well. My goodness. Um, I guess you should know by now that if you want to really get the latest, greatest, breaking fresh news, you have to go sign up for my free e-newsletter. Go to joshuapwarren.com and sign up for the e-newsletter right there on the homepage. Sometimes I just send out free, amazing stuff to people. Sometimes I invite you to participate in special events or experiments. And when you sign up, you'll instantly receive an automated email from me that's got some links to some free online goodies. And while you're there, I want you to also visit my curiosity shop. That's the curiosity shop at joshuapwarren.com. Buy something nice for yourself or a loved one and support the show. There is no period after the P when you go to joshuapwarren.com. I am Joshua P. Warren, and you are listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, and I will be right back. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. We started talking about this incident. 
drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, Joshua P. Warren, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. Agiatato Zume! And if you have any experience Doing paranormal investigation, you probably know that one of the biggest challenges you face is this phenomenon of genuine paranormal activity causing your equipment to malfunction. And that is a big, big problem when you're trying to document something, especially something rare. So I'm talking about... Your camera stops working, your your microphone stops working, your your batteries fail. I mean, it's just a well-known phenomenon. And people who are, you know, debunkers and cynics, they say, oh, isn't that convenient? Well, I know it seems that way, but I mean, <laughs> that also is very much a part of, you know, what happens when these these bizarre energies are, are manifesting in the environment. Well, therefore, it should not be a surprise that 
technical problems uh, have been a, a hallmark of this particular edition of the podcast, and uh, which is a very clearly apparent because the man that I am interviewing here momentarily for this show is my friend, the legendary Mr. Tom Danheiser, producer of Coast to Coast AM, also producer of this show, Strange Things. And Tom Danheiser has worked in broadcasting for many decades. Uh, and he's, he's been, you know, on every end of the technology. And I've been working in broadcasting for decades. You'd think that if the two of us decided to call each other and have a simple conversation, it should be like faultless and simple and it should sound like a million bucks. Well, for the first time since I've ever been interviewing people, um, I faced this, uh, well, almost an insurmountable problem. I got Tom onto my sophisticated professional recording outfit and I said, Hey, Tom. And he says, Josh. Hey, Tom. Josh. And I'm like, what's going on here? You know, so I've never had an issue before. So I, I hung up everything, rebooted it. We could not connect to talk about Kennedy the doll. And we must have tried, you know, I don't know, six or seven times, and it just wasn't going to work. And so um I was getting desperate because, and now and I was also feeling embarrassed. Like, I can't believe, you know, I'm, I'm talking to the producer of the show here, and I can't get this equipment to work for the first time ever. I still can't explain what happened. It, it's working fine now. I tested it afterward. So the interview that you're about to hear is going to sound a little bit weird because here's what I had to do to make this happen. I had to get him on my cell phone, put him on speakerphone, and then turn on a handheld audio recorder right there between the phone and my face and record us talking to each other that way. <laughs> and I'm, thankfully, it still does, it doesn't really sound bad. It still turned out fine. You can hear what we're saying. It just sounds weird. But I want you to know that and keep that in mind as you listen to what we're talking about, because we will address at some point how that uh, once Kennedy gets around, this kind of thing begins to happen. So here we go. Let's dig into my conversation with Tom Danheiser. Producer Tom Danheiser, uh, you and I have known each other a long time time many years and uh you called me one day and said joshua we are starting up a uh coast to coast am paranormal podcast network and i want you to be a part of it and uh i think that was believe it or not over three years ago and i want to thank you uh right off the bat i just want to thank you publicly uh for inviting me to be a part of the network well, Josh, you know, I want to tell you, you're absolutely right. That was about three years ago. Every bit of that story is true. And, you know, your show has turned out to be a really great show. I made a great decision, if I do say so myself. And <laughs> we are very happy that you are part of the network. And I mean that. So uh, before we get into the the big topic here, I, I just want to ask you, what do you think is the most important key uh, to all of the success that Coast to Coast AM has had over all these decades? That is one great question. Um, I think one of the keys is discernment. And I, I think that 
um, when it comes to the strange, the macabre, even things that are just scientific, I think people are too quick to jump to go, yeah, that's it, that's it, without thinking things through. Like I noticed, I noticed on your show when like you'll do experiments and you'll do, you know, different things. I can tell that you think things through before you actually proceed to do them. And I think that's very important. You know, somebody comes to you and just says, you know, I'm just using an example, but they say, I'm a warlock. You know, I can conjure magic. Well, yeah, okay, fine. But, you know, think things through, can you? So that that's kind of a, a lesser example of what I'm trying to say. But I, I just, I like I said, thinking things through, I think, is a key. Well, we love breaking news uh, in the coast-to-coast AM realm, and you are always full of surprises. And uh, <laughs> recently you contacted me and said that you had a special gift to send me. So uh, please tell us that story. Well, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say about four or five years ago, uh, one of the listeners of Coast to Coast AM sent a big package to us, and in the package was a doll, a ventriloquist type doll. His name was Kennedy, and they just simply said, "Could you watch out for him?" And so, you know, we kept this thing around. George and I just kept it around in each other's offices forever. And I'm going to fast forward to about a year ago. Um, they had us move offices in our studios. So everything was array because there were like four, five, six, seven people moving everything. And somehow the letter from the listener got separated from where I had Kennedy in a drawer. So, you know, time went on and I just, I kept Kennedy in my new studio and my new office and, uh, you know, weird stuff started happening, not to me, but to friends that would come up to my office and somebody just asked me, look, why don't you just, you know, time to get rid of Kennedy and for lack of a better word, I don't like the word get rid of, but, and I thought to myself, you know what, who better might enjoy him? than the Wizard of Weird. So I contacted you, and sure enough, you said, yeah, I'd love to have him, and that's our story, and now you own Kennedy. So so what are, the, what are some of the weird things that happened? Well, let me tell you, they, they weren't weird things where, like, well, no, they were. Well, let me back up. At first, it was just that people would look at him, and my friends would say, he's creepy. Don't, don't show him to me. He's got... You know, I'm sure you're going to post him at some point on your website, but, you know, he's got this ventriloquist-like face, and they just thought he was really, really creepy. And that just went on for a while. You know, a couple friends would say here and there, it's really creepy. And then one night, and, you know, I I, I struggle with this because I can't explain this, but when, when uh, my girlfriend asked me to get rid of him, maybe like a week later, we were sleeping and I, I woke up to this loud crash in my kitchen 
and this uh, this porcelain candy dish had fallen from the counter. Now, that seems pretty normal to me, a dish falling from the top of a shelf. But the thing I struggle with is it, the sound that I woke up to in no way was just a dish falling. Like someone literally would have had to slam this on the ground. And, you know, I I think to myself all the time, am I, am I kind of just – overthinking this or whatever but i'm not and i i can't explain it so that's the first thing that happened then she started noticing like shadow people going up my stairs and i'm like come on come on so i think in fact josh she said that to you and you analyzed it didn't you oh yeah yeah and i i can't explain what that shadow was <laughs> Yeah, and then, and listen, Josh, I don't know if this relates to Kennedy or not. All I'm saying is it kind of started happening after I was asked to send him away. And uh, so I had uh, I had my assistant, she was dog-sitting for me one time I was gone, and she called me about 1230 at night because why is she calling me? And, Josh, I got to tell you, there was serious terror in this woman's voice. And she said that she grabbed my dog and ran out of the house because she heard, quote, somebody dribbling a bowling ball upstairs, unquote. Now, I I find that fantastic, but I also, you know, I'm not going to question someone else who says they heard this. And if I could somehow if I could somehow play the the terror in her voice, I mean, she really was scared. I haven't heard any of this, so, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I don't have a haunted house or anything like that, but these are some of the things that happened ever since I was asked to send Kennedy to you. Do you have any idea uh, as to why he's named Kennedy? I don't. I, w I was, I've been looking all over for that letter, but I just, I, I had it with him in a drawer, but like I said, things got thrown all over the place when they moved stuff and so I, I just don't know why his name was Kennedy. Okay, time for a break. When we come back, well, we'll talk more about the strange activity around Kennedy and I also want to describe him to you in as much detail as I can uh, to tell you sort of what it feels like to be around him and also tell you how that you can go and see a picture of him. <laughs> I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be back after these important messages. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is she breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels 
a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. And now, back to my conversation with producer Tom Danheiser. Again, we had to do this (laughs) on a speakerphone setting because we had so many technical problems maybe it's because we're talking about the newest member of my family kennedy the haunted doll and and you just kept him in a box pretty much the whole time you had him right well no what happened was uh, we got him we got him out of the box he sat uh in george's office for a while and george is like uh you better take that thing i don't want to keep looking at it so i took it in my office i sat him there for a while and then it came time to where we had to really start packing up our things to move so i stuck him in a cabinet drawer i i I laid him carefully in a cabinet drawer and shut the drawer and he stayed there for a couple months well as we speak 
Kennedy is uh, isolated in a room in my lab with a camera on him 24-7 and some instruments there uh, also on camera to measure any kind of electromagnetic or electrostatic activity associated with movement and life. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can document. But um, do, do you think it's... Uh, it's possible, Tom, that Kennedy might become just as interesting as, uh, say, like Robert the Doll? I do. I think it's possible. I There's one thing that confuses me. Um, every friend, when I say every friend, I want to say like two or three people have looked at him and said he's really creepy. Mm-hmm. But I've, I've never, I mean, I recognize that he's kind of, you know, strange looking. He's a doll, but... I never really felt, you know, threatened or, or creeped out or anything. And then when I sent him to you, you and Lauren, I believe, felt fine. Like there's nothing weird about him. So I, I don't know if, if it's the people or what. I, I certainly think it's possible he could be like Robert the Doll. But I will tell you, it is strange to me that, that nothing will besides – the weird things I told you. Nothing really happened when you got him. And then all of a sudden tonight, when you asked me if we could talk about him, uh, we had some trouble. <laughs> yeah. For the first time ever. I mean, like, I, in, in, the, in the past three years that I've been doing strange things, I have never had an issue with trying to record an interview. And uh, this is the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, I mean... You know, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I don't know how to explain the candy dish. And my girlfriend can tell you that she did not get a good vibe from him. And, and Josh, I, I wish I could explain and explain to everybody how I feel because, you know, this sound I woke up to. And, and like I said, I'm really discerning. I, I kind of try to take things apart and see what I should believe and what I shouldn't. But there was no way that this dish falling from a shelf of maybe two feet made the noise that was the noise that I woke up to. There's just no way. Well, you know, that's one of the things that has always impressed me about you is that you are an incredibly logical, practical person. I mean, you hear the craziest stories all the time. And yet at the same time, you know, you're basically, you know, a businessman and then you're you're looking at logical explanations and cause and effect and all that. So it means a lot that, you know, you think there's something odd about this doll. Um, but uh, in general, I guess, uh, do, do you feel that uh, there is some kind of a possible spirit in this thing? Yes, I, I would. I would certainly believe that. But I would also believe that the spirit only seems to come out to certain people at certain times, and I don't. It, you know, I. I love the weird. I love the wacky. I love everything this earth has to offer. But the things that I can't explain drive me crazy. And, you know, I don't know this, this bowling ball sound that I, that my assistant heard upstairs around the time when I was asked to send Kennedy to you. My girlfriend also heard it one night when I wasn't here. I haven't heard anything. So then I start thinking, well, you know, is it just women that hear this? 
But, you know, I, I just don't know. And it drives me crazy. I just I can't figure it out. But I will tell you that candy dish thing is probably one of the most bizarre things in a long time that uh, has happened that ponders me. Well, Tom, uh, October is my birthday month, and uh, you've just given me a great gift, and uh, I'm pretty sure it will be the gift that keeps on giving to all of us. Uh, so this is exciting, and, uh, you know, we'll just – I'm going to keep studying it and, and updating everybody, but uh, thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. No, not at all. And I, I do want to leave you with one other thing. You know, there's um, things that are – I believe things that are evil will show you right away. And the fact that you've had Kennedy for a while and everything's been fine with the exception of maybe our, our little recording tonight, I don't think he's evil, at least not with you and Lauren. I don't think he was with me, but I don't think that he liked other people telling me, you know, you need to get rid of him. He's creepy. Yeah, so that's my yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I mean, like, it, it seems like that um, there are some bizarre technical things. As a matter of fact, um, even the camera that I have on him right now uh, has been malfunctioning, and and that's never happened before. So, I guess that's just you know part of the the problem when it comes to trying to document the paranormal. I mean, you know, it kind of interferes yeah. with, with 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 the process. But well, we're well, going to keep weird, everybody Josh. updated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. it's weird because, you know, this stuff is not, you know, brain surgery. You hit a record button, you, you yeah. make sure things are working, it's fine. And when you couldn't, you must have called me seven times tonight. Yeah. To get a, to get a proper connection. And I just kept thinking, oh, my God, what is this? I've never had that problem once. This is, <laughs> I mean, I, I at first I was like, is Tom messing with me? <laughs> I've never had that issue at all. So, yeah, there's something happening here. So, uh, I think it's going to be really interesting, uh, to keep everybody updated on what kind of mysterious phenomena occurs around Kennedy. And, uh, I, I agree. Yeah. But Josh, I think that, I think that you, I, and Lauren are in his good graces. I will say that. <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, very cool. Well, well, thank you, Tom. I, I appreciate it, my friend. Josh, thanks for having me on Strange Things. Now, I know you all are dying to hear more about how Kennedy looks. And by the way, <laughs> the night that uh, I received him and Lauren and I took him out of the box, I t we put him in a chair and took a picture of him and I sent it to my mom and my mom texted back. That thing is creepy. I would get rid of that demonic looking thing. <laughs> so that's the reaction that my mom had. But I, Lauren and I, we definitely, we're, we, we're getting a good vibe off him, but here we go. So Kennedy is, um, he looks to be like a standard size ventriloquist doll, except he has a very thick, um, torso. His skin is sort of light pink. He has, coal black hair he has these um eyes that look kind of uh mischievous uh he has a couple of kind of sharp black eyebrows and his eyes um 
his eyes are just a little bit squinty and he's got um these kind of odd eyelashes drawn around his eyes but his eyes look incredibly realistic when you look right into his eyes they're kind of penetrating and he's got this he's got red lips and this big wide grin on his face with these slightly rosy cheeks uh he's wearing uh, a little plaid vest with a burgundy tie He's got some dark trousers on. We actually bought him some nice new little shoes. Um, he's we- but he's wearing a white shirt, you know, so he looks he looks like a very well-dressed little man. And the thing is, he also has kind of like this smirk on his face. And you know how that usually uh these types of dolls are used in an act to be like a little smarty pants. So it's not unusual for the doll to have a sarcastic look. But he looks realistic enough that when we first got him and we had him sitting in the chair, uh, every time I would walk into the room and look over and like, I, I kind of would forget that he was there and I'd look over and see him and I, it, would, it would startle me because I felt like there was a person sitting in, in the house. And as I mentioned before, when we first got him, he wasn't completely assembled. You could take his head out of his body and it has all these levers all over it. And one lever controls his eyebrows going up and down. The other one controls his eyes moving back and forth. And then he's got uh, one for uh, opening and closing his eyes and his mouth. And I mean, it's just really, really well made. Uh, and I do believe this is a, a professional doll. And I'm going to try to figure out who made him. I know a guy. I, I haven't talked to him in years. who's a professional puppeteer. I'm going to see if I can get in touch with him uh, to give you uh, his insight on who may have made this doll. Where did this doll come from? But I honestly, since we've had him, um, nothing terrible has happened, but I do have him under surveillance 24 seven. We have instruments on him and uh, I just hope the energy stays positive, but I'm going to be keeping you updated on this. And I am just delighted to have Kennedy. And I think it's just amazing that Tom sent me this and uh, now I can study it and tell all of you about it. So trust me, there's going to be more to come and there's going to be more to come on this show. In our next segment, I'm going to tell you about this very haunted property that I investigated last night. I'm Joshua P. Warren, and you are listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network, and I will be right back. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is she breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. 
Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and I was so wrapped up in looking at the picture of Kennedy, the haunted doll, and describing him that um, I forgot to tell you how you can just go look at a picture of him yourself. (laughs) Go to joshuapwarren.com there is no period after the p at joshuapwarren.com click the link to the curiosity shop scroll around and you will find a picture of kennedy somewhere on that page you can't miss him and you know what else while you are there if you purchase something guess what's going to happen i've got some great news believe it or not Our little dog, Llama, is still alive, and she is doing much better than anybody ever expected. I was 
prepared to give you some bad news with this recording. But I'm telling you, I mean, uh, it's, it's almost starting to border on miraculous. Uh, so many of you have gone to the curiosity shop and you've purchased things. All the money goes to her medical care. You've been praying. People have been sending various, you know, gifts that might help her. Uh, I mean, I, I, it's honestly starting to border on miraculous. And so at a certain point, I, I do want to, to tell all of you exactly every specific thing that we've done and people who have helped us specifically along the way. So that if your pet is having trouble, uh, especially severe trouble, I mean, like on death's door, uh, I, I feel obligated to share this information with you. So thank you. Thank you. Keep the prayers coming. And, uh, again, please, please go to joshuapwarren.com. Go to that curiosity shop and uh, know that any, any dollar you spend is going to an excellent cause. I wish we had more time, but we don't. So let me jump straight into what I did last night. I have a friend who shoots videos on YouTube. They're very popular videos. His name is Danny the medic because he actually is a paramedic. So if you go to YouTube and you just type in Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, Danny the Medic, you can see the videos that he does that are often focused on the Las Vegas area. And um, they're very insightful. They're funny. Um, and like I say, he's he's got a very popular channel. So he wanted to do something spooky for Halloween. And I told him that, well, if we were to get together and investigate a haunted room, we should probably do it at the Flamingo because long story short, uh, the Flamingo, which opened on December 26th of 1946, became the model for today's like lavish hotel casino on the strip. I mean, that was what everything else after the, the Flamingo tried to live up to Flamingo standards. And one of the reasons that place was so lavish was because it was very expensive to, to put together. And the guy who kind of came in and finalized that whole project was the infamous mobster Bugsy Siegel. Uh, Bugsy Siegel was uh, one of the most famous gangsters of his day. And when he got involved with the uh, Flamingo, he was, you know, uh, around his early 40s. He was just a brutal murderer. And he was connected to just about every vice you can imagine. And yet he, he was very popular in the press. He always wore nice suits. And he was, you know, he was the classic kind of like gangster live in the high life kind of thing, even though he was a, a wicked man. And so uh, he was involved with the mob money and murder incorporated and all that. And so he got an enormous amount of mob money there to finish up that project. But it didn't open as as well as was expected. Uh, he was there managing it the whole time. And uh, Bugsy Siegel, he, he hated to be called Bugsy. His name was Benjamin, but they called him Bugsy because uh, he killed a lot of people with his own hands. And, and uh, everybody said he was crazy as a bed bug when he got mad, whatever that means. But he had his own penthouse there. He would stay in and uh, he had so many enemies that there was only one doorway uh, and only one entrance into his suite. But there were five hidden exits. One of them was through a closet where he would slide down this ladder, basically, where he would keep a limo driver waiting 24 hours a day, seven days a week, you know, to to get him out of there. 
Um, and so there were, there was a lot of dark energy around the Flamingo. And, uh, at some point, not long, I mean, less than a year after it opened, the other gangsters who were, you know, bankrolling a lot of this stuff, Meyer Lansky and, and such, they, they said that, uh, well, a lot of them believed that he was embezzling money and that was a big no, no. So when he was 41 years old, um, Bugsy Siegel was sitting at his girlfriend's house in Beverly Hills in the evening, reading a newspaper and somebody came outside, uh, came up to the house outside the window with a rifle and shot him multiple times and killed him. One bullet actually knocked his left eyeball out of his head. So he died instantly. And that murder has never been solved. Uh, everybody said that so many people wanted to kill him. It would be impossible to solve that murder. Um, so what's interesting is that uh, as soon as that happened, a, a lot of people started, you know, they stopped talking about Bugsy Siegel because uh, and they thought, well, we don't want to be associated with that. But times have changed. And so now there's actually a garden behind the flamingo and it has flamingos in it and they have a chapel there and they have a little memorial with a plaque dedicated to Bugsy Siegel. And people see the ghost of Bugsy Siegel walking around that little garden all the time, but also all over the property. And there have been dozens of reports of guests and employees uh, seeing these gangster apparitions in their rooms at night. Uh, whether or not it actually is Bugsy Siegel is hard to say because Bugsy Siegel probably was always haunted by a lot of these uh, unrestful, uh, unrestful spirits anyway that that he had helped to um to provide by being a murderer um, so that the property was always haunted by those types of, of beings. But, um, you know, and then there was a, a maid who said that one time she heard this guy screaming bloody murder, like he was being tortured in one of the rooms and she got security and went in, but there was nobody in there. The stories go on and on about that whole property being haunted. So Danny and I got together last night and I brought, some of my best equipment and uh, we sat down in his room and we shot some video and I did some tests and let me tell you right off the bat the first thing that happened was Danny has shot I'm sure hundreds of videos if not over a thousand and as soon as we sit down and start talking about this the audio starts cutting in and out everything starts glitching even he was amazed and he says he's a man of science. OK, he's he's a medic. He's not a ghost enthusiast. Even he was amazed. And after that, we started getting some very strange readings on the EMF meters. Uh, I had a thermal camera there, got some very interesting hot spots and cold spots. So um, I don't know what all the results are going to show us. I can tell you that I did not see the ghost of a gangster appear in the room last night. But what I will tell you is that. I have not seen this finished segment yet, and uh, he said that he is going to release it on October the 31st, so I don't know when you're listening to to this podcast, but if you if, if it's after October the 31st, 2023, on or after, well, then go to YouTube and look up Danny the Medic, and you'll find that as one of his most recent videos, but I find that, you know, at, at a place like that, um, you might go in and say, well, maybe this room isn't haunted. Maybe that room isn't. But once you start talking about these things, that alone can bring that energy in because the spiritual realm is not 
always necessarily tied down to a particular place or a particular time. Uh, you can access it mentally uh, at any time from any anywhere. And uh, it, it seems like it doesn't matter what you believe or you don't believe that uh, there is always something um, that at least affects your equipment and your instruments when you start bringing up this kind of material. And that's why I say that's been a hallmark of this particular show. So check out Danny's video. And uh, I could sit here and talk to you more and more and more about uh, creepy things related to the, the mob and the, the flamingo. But uh, ultimately, I do love the flamingo. It's a great place. And I recommend you check it out. Uh, also, in less than a month, the new Durango Casino opens in my neck of the woods. And uh, I'm looking forward to telling you more about that. All right, my friends, I hope you have enjoyed this special spooky edition of the show. I will let you know how things go with uh, Kennedy the doll. Maybe we'll find out more about who he is and where he's from and all that kind of thing. But now it is time, as we often do, uh, to try to like uh, clear our minds, breathe in something positive, take a deep breath if you can. Close your eyes if you can. Let's all listen together to the good fortune tone. That's it. For this edition of the show, follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies 
Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.